Three, two, one. We're getting really good at that, dude. I know. Even though we only do it once every fucking three yeah. weeks. Well, the other week we we like stumbled through it a little bit, mm-hmm. but once we got on the same page, it was smooth as butter. We figured it out. We figured, we figured it that out. shit out real quick. Live from the studio. I'm Jimmy Seleski. Merrick Glazer, and uh, we got a solo dolo for you boys tonight. Mm-hmm. Almost didn't happen. We almost both forgot. Yeah, <laughs> we both. So I kind of. Uh, Paranormally, supernaturally at the very supernaturally least. at least, uh, literally Jimmy was texting me as I called him to be like, "Yo, are you doing the podcast?" <laughs> yeah, I talked about doing the podcast at six. It's six fifteen. Paranormally, paranormally at six fifteen minutes after we were supposed to be here, we both realized <laughs> we were supposed to be here fifteen minutes ago, <laughs> and that was where it was at. But uh, no, I got caught up. I got caught up in the news of the day, dude. The news, the news. of the day, as everyone knows. It knows. Everyone knows everyone the knows news. The news. <laughs> everybody knows the news. Dude, the fucking coronavirus is is coming for us, bro. Oh yeah, that's it's been in the news America for like dude. a couple weeks. No, no, no. But it's in America now, dude. Yeah, it's been in America. But really? we just, we just had people quarantined. And now there's just like it's now just spreading now. There's yeah, now it's <laughs> spreading, dude. Yeah, they're yeah. testing three people in Maryland. Yeah, well, two of them came back negative. True. That's where my news comes in today. <laughs> You're the positive guy. I had to go interview a doctor at a hospital today, and I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, <coughs> so basically what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw the video of like the uh, Iranian like health minister or whatever. Where he is like, it's fine, it's all good, we've taken care of it. And he's like hacking and coughing on TV, and the next day he's like, no, yeah, he has it. I have it. Yeah. <laughs> the health minister, and then, I have it. I don't know if this was the same guy, but like, I think it was. I think like this guy was getting, he was leaving the hospital, and he was doing an interview with the news. And he was like, yep, it was like a false positive, I wasn't even sick, uh, you know, it just happens with these tests sometimes. So I, you know, they let me check out today. And then these two nurses come up from behind and like start grabbing him. And he's like, they're like, you can't be out here. You can't be out here. You have to be quarantined. And then the news reporters are like, so wait, you guys didn't discharge him? (laughs) And they're like, no, we didn't discharge him. He should be in quarantine right now. Oh my God. (laughs) And they just like take him away. Holy shit. Dude, yeah, it's fucking insane. Mm. No one wants to be the guy who uh, brought coronavirus to America. Oh, yeah. But it's probably him. That's what I that's what I've been thinking about recently too, where I'm like, should I just like take a break from comedy while the coronavirus is happening? Yeah. Because you know literally every comic is gonna get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every I mean, fucking person. They're all just fucking we're all dapping each other yeah, up. We're all fucking sharing fucking sharing kisses and, and fucking yeah. yeah, dude. It's fucking yeah. At the very least, I'm gonna quit taking drags off people's jewels. Yeah, for sure. That's that's done. I yeah, almost yeah. even considered starting wiping down the gym equipment after I use it. Whoa. Which is <laughs> what Wait, you're supposed be, to do already. <laughs> well, you're supposed to... Uh, yeah, but for current... Wouldn't you want to wipe it down before you use it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're leaving it. Maybe I've just already conceded to having it. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like I already have it, and now I'm just watching up for the rest of the people. Yeah. And then also... Okay, so I had a big day today. I had to wake up at like 5... Uh, we did that interview at the hospital and then, um, and then in the afternoon we, me and Joey went to Micah 
because they had like a career fair and we had like a booth set up at it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and we're like, we're looking for, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking for like an intern for like the summer. And uh, where was it? It was in Micah. It oh, was cool, like in cool, the Brown cool. building or whatever, the Brown Center. Nice. That big like triangular glass building downtown. Yeah, the building of color. Yeah. Uh, yes. But, uh, we got down there and we're like sitting there at our booth with like a <laughs> an image of our logo. I printed out and put it in a picture frame and I put it on the table. <laughs> and then like we were like set up Joey's laptop that just had our website open on it. <laughs> and like for a while, like I was on my way down to meet him. Uh, and he like texted me. I was like, do you have an extension cord? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm about to park. He's like, ah, shit, my computer might die. <laughs> so we're just like chilling there. We like figure out the extension cord thing. And then like people start showing up and people start coming in. But we're right in between like the Microsoft booth <laughs> and like Wix.com, that like website platform. Yeah. And that one's advertising advertising like hey do you want a job in new york and then microsoft is like hey do you want all this free shit also like we probably pay a lot of money we just got government contracts we beat amazon out so you know we're loaded yeah uh and then just us (laughs) we're just sitting there with like literally like probably 15 like animation majors who do like hand-drawn animation like coming Mm -hmm. up to us to be like hey would you guys need my service at all Mm -hmm. and we're like yeah, I mean, that looks good, but, yeah, we don't have no use for you. <laughs> and then we'd just be, like, sending people to, like, other places. Like, I think Joey's friend had, like, a company that had a table, and they were, like, an animation company. And we just kept sending people over there. We're like, yeah, you should we're go We're really just looking for up. somebody who doesn't piss on the toilet seat at this point. Yeah, <laughs> we're, like, we just want, um, we just want, like, a, like, a designer, like, a motion designer, and like we we met a couple people that probably could fill that role. We met a couple people that could possibly do like pre production or like producing, which was good. But also, it made me realize like, man, there's like a lot of just like I don't want to say retarded kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You were thinking that kidding. today too. <laughs> Paranormal, bro. Paranormal activity. <laughs> um, no, it was just like so many people who were just like didn't know how to talk to people. Yeah. Who like they were like very talented, but also at the same time there was like their biggest flaw was just like being around people. Uh and then there's even this one guy who came up and uh there's obviously a giant line wrapped around the corner for like all these bigger tables. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like cutting off people from being able to walk up to our table. <laughs> so someone was like trying to cut into that line and then saw no line at our table. And he was just like, came over like, Hey, what's up going on over here? <laughs> so I like, can no line. I can take my time, I guess. I'll fucking, you know, show you all my shit. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And he just kept like negging us <laughs> like about like how no one is coming to see our table. It's like, dude, why would you, why would you, think this would get you hired <laughs> why would you think we don't want to work with you after this this is fucking bullshit like, <laughs> fuck you pal fuck you dude sorry we don't have any free shit to give away bro <laughs> so did you manage to trick anybody into working for you guys or um i wouldn't say trick but we've met like i'm negging you right now dude you're fucking <laughs> negging me so hard dude god damn 
Why am I so attracted to you? <laughs> Irresistible now, dude. Fucking the what was that shit called? Pickup artist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah goddamn. Yeah. Just with a pink flamingo hat on right now as we're podcasting solo. Guy, the intern just walks up to you guys like, here, put your number on my phone. Put your number. On my phone. What are you doing this Friday? <laughs> that um, sounds like a big day. You had to get there at five a.m. No, so that was for the hospital interview. Oh, we, just, okay, we had okay. to interview like the head of a hospital for a gala that we make videos for every year. Um, but we just had to get there before like he had to start working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also, as we were leaving, he was like, "Yeah, the, uh, the news is coming in today to get an update on the coronavirus." I'm like, Ooh, let's get out of here! I don't even want to know if you guys are testing those three people here. Like, I want to pretend like none of that is even going exactly. on. Out I want to pretend sight, that mind. the vaccine and the cure are going to be free. It's <laughs> really hedging all my bets on. It not being that bad. <laughs> pretty much, dude. Yeah. That's pretty much where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's my health plan? Just hope. It's fucking orange juice. <laughs> fucking Stab a bunch of spinach today. Just all these vitamins my parents keep buying me that I don't take unless I'm sick. <laughs> I just avoided the bat aisle in Safeway. I was like, I'm not going Damn. there. <laughs> not going there. Damn, Jimmy's oh. walking past like wiffle ball kits. He's like, not today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i guess i'm behind on the coronavirus news dude because i was hearing about it today and i was like this is it this is it because i feel like i was joking about it before and now i, I feel like it's becoming definitely a thing once it gets to like america a threat. yeah once it gets to america it's like, oh, shit. yeah it's like i mean a- i think the most troubling thing that is probably going to happen is uh, a fuck ton of very poor and probably homeless people are just going to straight up in mass die. Like, yeah. it's going to be insane, dude. Yeah. Well, apparently the death rate is like, like 8% or something. Yeah. Or it's something small, but also like, it sounds small, 8%, but also like, that's of the amount of people that have been infected and the amount of people that have been infected is like four times worse than SARS and the bird flu and all that shit. Yeah. So like it is still a lot of people and they are saying that, um, most of the people that have died are already in poor health Mm. or like older or very young or, but it's still pretty fucking scary. Yeah. When I said I was hedging my bets, I heard the 8% death rate and I was like, I think I can beat those odds, dude. I think I'm just going to keep on working out and <laughs> eating chicken breasts and stuff and I'll fucking I'll fucking beat coronavirus, dude. Exactly. Get a fucking black ribbon on my car, coronavirus survivor. Also, fucking Trump saying it's going to be done by April. It's going to get warm out. <laughs> it's going to get warm. That's the other thing. I was like, can it's you gonna get It's going to get warm. Virus you, is going to die. <laughs> can you get coronavirus in the springtime i'm pretty sure because like you can i've gotten the flu in the summer before you know what i mean you're gonna get the coronavirus any time of the day dude plus i only get sick once a year and i've already been sick this year so i don't care what's coming for me this year dude can't happen yeah i yeah i i I had what i assume was maybe the flu already this year or it was just like a really bad cold i'm not sure Mm -hmm. ever since i stopped having insurance i could never Distinguish the yeah. two. <laughs> you know, a doctor wouldn't tell me. Felt like shit for a while. <laughs> yeah, I just felt bad and not feel good. Um, 
I, you know, I stopped taking the vitamins. <laughs> I'll wait till I get sick again. <laughs> yeah. Just ration out those vitamins <laughs> for only when you need them. I have like, like people freak out and get like a bunch of food and uh, whatever, like canned goods and toilet paper and shit before like a snowstorm. I'm kind of thinking about stocking up my fucking freezer, yeah. just fucking bunch of chicken and like maybe even throw like a whole chicken in there, make like oh. soup later on. There you go. When I'm fucking quarantined to my yeah. house. Because <laughs> that's going to be like a bitch. Like if, yeah. if like it gets so bad that like shit just gets shut down, like what's going to happen? <laughs> Dude, fucking school. There's this one uh, like jurisdiction in Japan. They shut down schools until April. They're just not going to school for like two months. Yeah. That's insane. Dude, I think, uh, I don't know if this is true or not, but in North Korea, I saw it on like Twitter, so I don't know if it's fucking real, but they're like, the first confirmed case of coronavirus shot. (laughs) 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 Like they just murdered. And they probably did it like a terrible way. They probably did it in a way where like the blood splattered on everyone there viewing it. And now they're all infected and they're not going to tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, it's pretty fucking wild. Yeah, I don't know. I just keep on thinking like, oh, it's going to be one of those things we look back on and we're like, I remember everybody was scared about the coronavirus, but like... I don't know. Like I said, I think think you and me, I think we're going to beat out... I think we're going to be fine, but also like... It does, uh, you know, makes me worried for... All the older people that my I know and my grandma, like she's already in the hospital right now, which sucks. And mm-hmm. it's like, damn, she better, like she is going to get moved to a rehab soon. So like, I'm just worried about her being in the hospital and then just fucking randomly getting that shit. True. Yeah. That's the same situation with my dad's mom. I made out with a girl from England over the weekend and I, that's been bugging me too. Like, oh geez, I know it's in Europe and she just got here and she's going back now. Damn. I know. Patient zero, dude. Damn, dude. You didn't even tell me yet? <laughs> I'm patient zero, dude. Yeah, How'd patient you get number it? two, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. That sucks. Golly. Yeah, I've been like surprisingly paranoid about that. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. I mean, I think I've definitely been a little paranoid about it because there's like no reason yet in Maryland to be worried about it mm-hmm. because there have been no confirmed cases outside of like fucking, I think like New York had a couple, Texas had a couple, uh, like California had a couple. And then also that's where like, I think California took in the like cruise ship people, like the Americans that were on that cruise ship that was quarantined. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was a shit. Sh- Apparently like 600 people got off that cruise ship with coronavirus. Oh. Like, the whole cruise ship pretty much got it. Wow. That's got to fucking suck. And also, like, Ivan's on a cruise right now. I'm like, dude, make it back home, bro. Make it back home, bro. (laughs) Holy shit, dude. And that's the scary thing is these things spread so fast. Like, it only took, like, a fucking week to get from China to America, dude. New York to Baltimore? That's nothing. Well, that was the problem, too, that it happened... It happened on it, during like their um, like Chinese New Year. Mm. So then, like everyone went back to China to celebrate Chinese New Year, and now they're just all getting sent back to their fucking respective countries. Bad move. That shit. Yeah, 
And then, do you see the Olympics might get canceled now? Uh, when is it supposed to start? Uh, I don't know when it's supposed to start, but it's in Japan. So, like... Damn. They're canceling school. They're canceling the Olympics, Oh, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. You got to get rid of the Olympics, dude. Yeah. That's, like, where you Because bringing... then that's, like... All right. Yeah. Everyone from the world is going there. Yeah. All the athletes are all banging each other. They're all spreading fucking mm-hmm. coronavirus, like, herpes and mm-hmm. shit. And then they're just going back home and banging all the yeah. hottest people. Yeah. And they were sp- so then we're just going to end up after the coronavirus, which is uggos walking the yeah, face of the earth. Which is, yeah, exactly. Which is why I feel uggos like I'm not, I'm not coming and close. And fucking also just fucking good dudes. Good dudes. Good dudes. I don't know any Olympic people. Yeah. I'm not fucking, I'm in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> if I get coronavirus, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> and so will your girlfriend. Because yeah. she's going to be thinking, well, how the fuck did you get that Yeah, and then I'm going to be thinking, like, how the fuck did that? she get it? <laughs> <laughs> like, she... <laughs> You've been hanging out with the snowboarding team? Yeah, what the fuck just, going? like, dapped up the wrong comic. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking gave it to us. Old Billy Corona, dude, fucking walking around. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, I think it is going to be a thing, though, like, because I've seen... You know, like, obviously people have been making fucking jokes about it for the last month now. But, like, I think there's going to be a tipping point where s- people are like, oh, shit, we, this isn't even a joke anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is real. <laughs> some going to be doing a fucking bat soup joke at an open mic and we'll be like, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> chill, dude. Doug died last <laughs> week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually stop drinking Corona now. This shit's getting serious, dude. That was another thing, too. I saw, like, a poll that was like, 34% of Americans are less likely to drink Corona now. I'm it's less like, likely why? to drink I don't know. I remember when it first came out, I was like, I'm drinking a fucking Corona with a lime out of fucking... Yeah, I did it out of principle. Out of principle. And now I'm like, that was a bad move, dude. I mean, if you think about it, it is important. You know? So there's a there's a higher risk than if you drink a Budweiser. You know? Yeah, but I don't think... I think the virus is only spreadable through... Respiratory, yeah, which is the worst from like contact. Like, I don't think it's. Oh, I don't think it's it's not airborne, airborne, and then I don't think it like can live outside of the body for like a certain amount of time. So that's like what I'm fucking hoping on. Yeah, I'm just hoping the fucking airwaves don't get contaminated, dude. Shut down the pod. <laughs> Shut down the pod, dude. The pod might be the last running thing in America, dude. We got Damn. our pop filters, dude. Can't get <laughs> we shit. just had the fucking cups. <laughs> I got a cup with a string going down to Hamden. And we're just doing <laughs> pods quarantined. Yeah, dude. I, I, I'm... I like to think I'm ready for situations like that. Like, I like to imagine that, like, okay, dude, if a fucking apocalypse-type situation Yeah, like, happens, I'm smart enough to get yeah. through it. Like, the zombie thing, I feel like I'd be cool with. I wish it was a zombie virus, because that's why I just... You can't bite me. Just yeah. don't bite me. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, more you know who's a zombie and who's not. Exactly. You can look at a guy and be like, you, you're I mean, a zombie, that's like, aren't you? I think that's the most... I think that's the scariest part of it. Like, is that you just like don't know, and the fact that you it don't takes, know where it's coming from, and it dude. Takes fourteen it's coming days. At all angles. It takes you can it can lay dormant in your system for up to fourteen days before you know. Yeah. So there could be people that like have been walking around for almost two weeks, just doing their regular shit, yeah. spreading it to everybody. Also, I don't know if it was like a false positive, but like some of the people that were cured of it are now testing for it again. So it's like, what does that mean? Is that a false positive? How is that positive? Uh, you just get it again? Yeah, I don't know. That's the whole thing. I don't know. 
I think that sounds like a, a double negative. Yeah, because you get the fucking virus twice, dude. That would suck. Yeah, you got it twice, <laughs> dude, before I even got it once, bro? Yeah, that's fucking bullshit, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to share? It's unfair, dude. <laughs> Save some coronavirus for the rest of us, dude. Now, luckily, I lead... Well, actually, no. I feel like I lead a very out-and-about out lifestyle. I'm always in bars. I'm always, always talking on microphones and shit like that. Yeah. Always sharing cigarettes. Always and, and strangers and meet, fucking... Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, dude. Like I said, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed, There's nothing I can cross, do. Bro. I don't have health insurance. Hopefully, I can afford the afford the fucking vaccine or whatever. But then again, that's the other thing. If they came out with a vaccine where like vaccines $100, I can afford that. But am yeah. I going to get it? Knowing Probably. me... Well, maybe not. I'll probably know. think about it a yeah, lot and then just it put it off. Forget. Like, I'll, fuck, I'll go tomorrow. What do I got to do? Wait, did I get that already? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about applying for health insurance like today <laughs> and just have the health insurance call. I knew that they would email me back and just be like, dude, come on. I know what you're trying to do, dude. You're trying to get a health insurance policy one day before you come down with the coronavirus and then fuck us, bro. No fucking shot, dude. Go back home. <laughs> Go home, Steve. <laughs> like worth a shot, dude. Worth a shot. <laughs> Thought I'd try it out. Damn. Yeah, dude. You already had one fucking uh little seeing the light fucking life flash before your eyes yeah. moment this week. Mm-hmm. Dude. I gotta hear all about it. Yeah. So uh the short abridged version, I'll, I'll give the backstory after, is I was stuck in an elevator for the first time in my life this week. Yeah. Which was wild. But as far as backstory goes, people... Also, can you pass me another beer? Oh, yeah. Perfect. This is, a, this is also a story... Lasty. ...that I need a cigarette for. Because this situation is still ongoing. Stressful. Yeah. Well, it's not really stressful. It's just inconvenient and annoying because of how it's being handled. And, uh, so basically, I've been living in this apartment building in Towson for almost two years now, working on two years in November. So yeah. not really even close to two years. <laughs> year and a half. Year and a half. I'm being very generous. Sometime last summer, this new management team took over. And as soon as this management team took over, everything, everything went south. Like, it was like an immediate downturn, like fucking like we were we were without hot water for two weeks over christmas and new year's like just no hot water they didn't do shit about it and then finally somebody in the building random person in the building like wrote up these petitions and put them on every floor by the elevator to be like sign this so we can have like a class action lawsuit to sue for water and stuff like that Yeah, yeah yeah so it was crazy and then i actually learned a lot because one of the girls who used to work the front desk Lucas actually wound up going out with her on Tinder. Mm-hmm. And so she was kind of spilling the beans on the whole operation. Ooh, so, I haven't heard this yeah, yet. Yeah, we got the whole inside. She wound up being kind of psycho. But uh, we got what we needed out of her. We got the information <laughs> <laughs> tossed through the curb. <laughs> but she was saying, like, the, so the management team took over. It's like these two young dudes. When I say young, I mean, like, they're like 21, 22. And I think Damn. they got hooked up with the job through, like, their dad. Their dad's involved, blah, 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 blah. They've never done anything. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, obviously. And... Uh, we had, um, in January, a pipe burst on the 12th floor of my building, room 1211. 
and it flooded the entire building. So every unit 11, like 11, 11, 10, 11, 9, 11, every one of those units was flooded and all those people had to move to either somewhere else or move to different units in the building. Wow. And the whole lobby was like two inches of water and shit like that. Come to find out that they had known that the pipe was going to burst for like a month. Oh my but God. They didn't want, but they didn't want to spend the money to fix it. So apparently the manager just put fucking flex seal on the pipe. You know, like the infomercial yeah. flex seal, like, yeah, I'm yeah. Billy Mays here, flex it. He put that shit on a fucking main line because he didn't want to spend the money. Christ. And then a week later, it fucking bursts and floods the whole building. So yeah, that happened. We were without water for two weeks. Well, no, it's funny. He probably put the flex seal in, not understanding that it was going to expand. <laughs> and it probably just fucking cracked it even more. Just sped up the pipe bursting. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's just get it over with. But like, Just let insurance take care mm-hmm. of this. My dad will figure it out. I mean, there's been a whole myriad. They, they, we used to have a cleaning staff that would operate every day. They fired the cleaning staff. They hired a new maintenance team. Apparently, the maintenance team they hired had absolutely no experience in maintenance whatsoever. They were just, like, super cheap. And so he was just like, I'll figure it out, his exact words. They'll figure it out. Took, like, a month for us to get our sink unclogged. I don't know if you remember that saga. Yeah, dude. And, like, they had no idea what they're doing. They eventually, they never actually figured out how to unclog the sink, they had to hire a separate plumber for like a routine, like my fucking garbage disposal is clogged. I didn't, you know, like this isn't fucking rocket science here. But I was, I was like, I was going to fix it myself. Then I was like, no, because then I'm going to fuck something up and they're going to fucking come for me. And just like that would just, that would just throw me off the balcony. But um, what's most pertinent to this situation is that the elevators have not been operating properly since October. There's two elevators that run up and down the building and, uh, one of them is usually just not working. And yeah. so sometimes you could wait. As, there's a, it's a big building. It's like, tw- it's like 13 floors. There's, fifth, there's uh, like 17 units on each floor. So there's like 200 units. There's a lot of people in that building. And, yeah. and for one elevator with like a capacity of six people, like I've waited as long as like 10 minutes sometimes. And sometimes it'll get to you. And there's so many people in the elevator that you can't even get on when it gets to you. And you would just wind up taking the stairs or something like that. Yeah. So there's always one usually not working. Every now and then they'll both be working. But I would say about 80% of the time there's only one working. And so this perturbed me a little bit. They kept on saying, oh, you know, we're going to get it fixed. We're going to blah, 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 blah. Perturbed. Perturbed. Biggest word of the cast so far. <laughs> so but who's counting? <laughs> hey, who's counting? <laughs> so I actually noticed about one month ago that the posted inspection certificate inside the elevator expired in August 2019. Ooh, got him. So me being the Petty bitch. Petty bitch that I am. <laughs> <laughs> Called up the county and I said, hey, just wanted to check um, because the elevators in my building are always malfunctioning and I'm looking at the certificate and it says that they their inspection, their safety inspection has been expired for like six months at this point. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, well, we're checking. It turns out they actually are in compliance, but they do legally need to post the inspection dates and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, well, can you just like, at this point, I was just like, can you just fucking call those motherfuckers up and just tell them to do it? Just to, just to piss them off. Yeah. Just to piss them <laughs> off. Just, just tell them. Listen, just, my plan didn't work, <laughs> but can you just still do it for me? <laughs> can you just fucking piss them off for me, bro? Just please. So that goes by whatever, whatever, whatever. Now, the second half of this story is where it gets interesting. 
if you weren't already on the edge of your seat from the first <laughs> half of this story. <laughs> from the prologue, <laughs> the prologue. To the first chapter. I'm telling this like a, like a Tarantino movie yeah. where we're like, we're like jumping here. You got to put the pieces together in your own mind yeah. and envision where we are on the timeline here. So one of the things that they did when they first took over last summer was they changed over our payment system. So we had to, everyone in the building had to re-register all of our routing numbers and account numbers and shit like that, even though we've already been using the same shit for however long people have been there. Some, some have been there for 10 years and shit like that, you know, longer for a lot of people. And like, so everybody had to like redo all their shit. And so what happened with us is, is that in the month of, uh, I want to say October, it charged us twice for rent. And so we had to dispute it with the bank. Dom had to dispute it with his bank. They got the payment reversed. What happened was that we didn't come to find out about this. Yeah. But the old payment and the yeah. new payment both yeah. took one. Yeah. yeah. They never, it, it was a glitch in the system and we just got a notification like last week, five months later, that because the payment had been reversed, that we owed that month because apparently like they never got it or something like that oh my god so, oh, so they like reversed the new payment yeah, method instead yeah. of the old one. Mm -hmm. Oh my god so now they're telling us that we need to pay this rent and i was like fuck 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 and my brother was like pissed off and he was like we're gonna fight it and i was like dude i don't think we have any leg to stand on like you know blah blah blah, blah. so eventually i kind of caved and i was like look obviously it's a lot to be hit with two months of rent all at once can we pay this off over a period of time they were like okay fine you get four months Three months or something like that. I was yeah. like, cool, cool. So we're all bummed about that. We finish up the studio day uh, on Wednesday. And on my way home, I get in the elevator, pop up. I'm in there with this guy named Trayvon, this gay black guy, super nice. We're chilling. We're chilling. Met him he, at the Y. Yeah. <laughs> he hits the Brought eighth. Brought him home. <laughs> <laughs> he hits the eighth floor. I hit the 11th floor. We're standing there, silent, awkward, no elevator music, whatever. And uh, gets to the eighth floor, and the thing goes, and then it just doesn't open, and it just no. stops. And so I'm thinking, like, mm, okay. So then I start pushing some buttons. Nothing's happening. And then I just oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> A muffled oh, God oh, from God. behind you. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> so... We're pressing around, nothing's happening. I'm like, dude, I think we're I think we're stuck in this bitch, dude. I think I don't think it's gonna happen. Now, I hit the alarm button. I don't know what that does besides make a noise in yeah, the elevator. For real, right? <laughs> it just made a noise in the elevator. I was like, I know we're stuck. I need other people to know we're stuck, dude. <laughs> Did have a uh, like a fire button or like a call button? He found that. I couldn't find Perfect. that one. He found it. We were we were it was like a two-man team, dude. It was like he found the button. I sat down next to the speaker, 911, what's your emergency? Uh, I'm here at this building. We're stuck in the elevator, blah, 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 blah. And then she was like, how many oh people God. in there? <laughs> She's <laughs> like, what? She's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're sending help right away, sir. Not that you're going to need it. <laughs> Whoa, lady. Let's keep it positive. So how many people are in it? Two. Okay. So there, we were both like back and forth. We never met each other, dude, but we were a team at this point, dude. Yeah, yeah. She was like, how many people? He, he goes from the other side of the elevator. Two. There's two of us. I was like, all right, blah, 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 blah. They show up. 
Fucking fire departments there prying the doors. They can't even get fucking it open. Jaws of life. Yeah, dude. the fucking elevators shaking and wa- bobbing and no. weaving, bobbing and fucking all over the place. Holy shit! And uh, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh God, I hope we don't drop." And I'm like, "Me neither, bro. I also hope we don't drop." We're a team. Of course <laughs> I don't. <laughs> So finally they managed to pry it open. And when they open the door, it's like the classic stuck elevator where it's like halfway between a floor. No. So we're like five feet above the aisle. God damn. And so the, the door only opened like two feet wide. And then there's only like a three foot high between the fucking floor of the next floor. Yeah, Jesus so we like Christ. crawl out like we're crawling out of a fucking like, you know, it was, it was oh crazy. God, it was crazy. Dude. And of course, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not one to fucking flip out about shit like that. Like, I just kind of yeah. I made a joke about it and let popped out and everything like that. The property manager that was dealing with our rent situation uh-huh. was there and saw the whole thing happen. And so she was like, she was like talking to my brother the whole time while we were in there. And she was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to see about maybe doing something about that rent situation. And I was like, Ooh, they must've got a call, dude. Yeah. 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 So, so the next morning I wake up and I'm like, hold up. I went to the elevator. I got today's newspaper which is something I learned from the Dave Chappelle joke where he, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I wanted to take a picture of the, the inspection date, which they yeah. still had not replaced. And I wanted to like use that as like, kind of like collateral and be like, dude, I got, you guys have known these elevators aren't working for months. Yeah. Yeah. And your fucking posted inspection dates aren't a thing. This is not one of the people that was waiting outside the elevator was asking her, like, has this happened before? And she just kind of like, my brother said she just kind of like smiled a little bit and just like nodded. Like, it happened. It's happened a bunch. Yeah. Geez. And they just, that management team just refuses to do anything about it. So I was like, perfect. So I remember the Dave Chappelle joke where he was like, I'm Dave Chappelle. I'm jerking off on a balcony. And he's, he's holding up today's newspaper <laughs> yeah. and a calendar. And I was like, that's it. Today's newspaper. <laughs> so I go downstairs, and for the first time in my life, I pick up today's edition of the Towson Times. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank God for Towson Times. Staying with it. Staying with it, yeah, dude. dude. So I take it up. Yeah, I send them a donation. I know. I know. I owe them. I'm going to send them a portion of whatever rent money I don't have to pay <laughs> this month. <laughs> and I send it to them, and uh, I was like... I listed out the whole thing. I was like, look, this is ridiculous, blah, 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 blah. You know, and my whole- Did you make a video? <laughs> no, yeah. No. Like, this shit sucks. They haven't done this shit in months. Look at the newspaper. Look at the date on here. I'm Jimmy Selesky. Don't look for me on the lease. You won't find me. But I'm I live here, I promise. <laughs> From my brother. So I emailed the whole thing. One second. forgot where i was in the story so you take the newspaper into the elevator mm-hmm. take a picture mm-hmm. oh and my point and was you, i remember what thinking were your demands yeah your my demands were i said we've been de- my brother got like five insufficient funds fees as a result of that double charge they try to charge us for a bounce fee on their end so it was like 200 and fucking some dollars because of their mistake and then they're asking for their rent on top of it 
And I and then I get stuck in the elevator. And I'm like, you know what? My brother was like, dude, I don't know if they're gonna go for it because like you should have you should have come out of the elevator like pissed off. You should have come out like freaking out and like then they would have been more. And I was like, dude, he was like, dude, I should have texted you that the manager was standing outside. I was like, dude, honestly, even if you had, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have been able to pull that off. Yeah. Like I just wouldn't have wanted to make a scene and have those people like remember me that way. You know, yeah. all the other people on the floor and shit like that. But my point was to them, I was like, look, just be like, okay. It was, like, by the grace of God, pretty much, that the two people that were stuck in the elevator were, like, two regular younger dudes, you know? Yeah, like, what if that like was an old lady or something? Badass old yeah. lady, couldn't yeah. get through the gap. Yeah, somebody on a walker, somebody who's claustrophobic. Dude, there's people There's people who are, that's, like, their biggest fear is getting stuck in an elevator. Some, there's people in that yeah, building that would have flipped nightmare. the fuck out yeah. at that, dude. And it was just so happened that we weren't the type of people to, to flip out about something like that. Yeah. But my whole point to them, I was like, look, you know... Just because we handled it well doesn't take away from the fact that this shit is unacceptable. Like, you're not going to tell me that, like, oh, well, we would have we would have taken care of your rent if you would have been mad about it. Yeah. Like, no, dude. If you would have taken care of my rent if I was a fucking flipped out lady, you should take care of my rent because I'm just a, a nice dude. If any, like, like, but yeah. also it's like, at the end of the day, you guys paid the rent. Yeah. Like they charge mm-hmm. you for it. That's the thing that's like the most fucked up part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is like they got the money, but they're mm-hmm. still asking for yeah. it. So right now we're in kind of like a little. It hasn't it hasn't it hasn't been finalized yet, but I've been kind of talking to them using words that would make them think that like my. They tried to set up a conference call, and I was like, I've been advised. <laughs> 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 I said, I've been advised to keep all correspondence oh in regards God. to this matter in writing for future reference, if need be. Now, that doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> but when they're reading it on their end, they're like, who advised him? And yeah, why would he need fuck? this conversation for future reference? Yeah, you know. And I sent them a picture of the fucking citation thing with today's newspaper just to fucking get him shivering in their boots. You sent them that I picture? I sent them that picture. Ooh. I said, ooh, ooh, ooh. I, in, my, in my first email, I said, this is what I want. These are my demands. <laughs> <laughs> and then a picture of a Towson Times. Oh, my God. <laughs> the most Towson fucking, like, evidence. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, have, uh, from, they tried to set up the conference call, and from, for the past three days, I felt like I'm, like, in a fucking major legal battle between the people that are three floors down from me in the leasing office. (laughs) I've been sitting there with like coffee and fucking just like cigarettes, just like (sighs) typing up shit, (laughs) researching shit. Mr. Marlboro, man, advises me to fucking send you this picture. (laughs) And I've just been going to ham with it and like my brother's like, so do we do the conference call? I was like, no, bro. We got to play our game, dude. We don't play their game. We play our fucking game. We don't bend an inch, dude. We're keeping this shit in email. We're keeping it boom, ba 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 bam And I was getting real. My brother and I have both been getting real fucking hyped about this. That's so funny. Because it was like this whole thing where it's like, we thought we were good, then it turned out we weren't good, and then a day later, this thing kind of happens like by a stroke of the universe. Like yeah. we had already caved. We were like, fine, fuck it. We'll fucking agree to your stupid bullshit thing. Yeah. And then a day later, the elevator, th- and I took that, I was like, you gotta fight this, bro. You owe it. <laughs> you owe it you to owe everyone to in this building. Trayvon, dude. <laughs> Trayvon, dude. <laughs> All 
Oh no! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Such a nice dude, man. And like, I just uh, I'm excited to see how this is gonna pan out. It's been like an unnecessary level of thing of like, just like stress thinking about it because you don't know what's gonna happen, dude. Yeah. Right now, I feel like we're in a high stakes game of poker. We're like, I'm kind of talking like maybe we got a lawyer involved, and I know that's scaring them a little bit. But I hope they don't call the bluff because at the end of the day, I'm not gonna fucking yeah sue yeah. them. Yeah, I hope they're not listening to this right now. He's like, no, he's, he's not going to sue us. <laughs> yeah, hold off on posting this until you get a reply back. <laughs> yeah. I was really they hoping- just send you a picture of the thousand times holding it up to our fucking SoundCloud. <laughs> this fucking episode, <laughs> dude. If they did that, I would pay rent. I'd be like, you know what? You fucking win. You fucking win. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just any way to get listeners i left my i left my cell phone i went grocery shopping today and i was talking to like this kid who was in special ed from Towson high he recognized me he works at safeway at the bakery <laughs> he was like i love live from the studio <laughs> he was like, jimmy jimmy when can we play basketball i was like dude when it gets hot man i'm down and, and like you know and uh but when i walked over to talk to him i left my phone in in the eggs in the eggs like literally in the eggs like just in an open carton of eggs <laughs> like literally there's a whole section of eggs and my phone is just there and I'm like halfway around the store just like do and then I put my hand on my wallet I realize it's not there yeah. like fuck you're like I'd love to play basketball <laughs> I can't no wait for it to be basketball. warm though <laughs> <laughs> just mine in the fucking everywhere else and then finally I realize okay okay I need my phone so I walk back and there's like three people standing with my phone and I was listening to our most recent episode. <laughs> When I walked over to talk to Joe, so I just hear our podcast just blaring in the store, <laughs> and three people You're listening to it on your speakerphone yeah. in the grocery store. <laughs> Are you fucking yeah. psychotic? <laughs> I just had it in my pocket with the speaker facing out. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> so, so I walk over, and there's like three people standing there with the phone, and our podcast just like, yeah, dude, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, they're dick tuckers or something. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> dude, fucking respect, dude. I'm just like, dude, that's my respect, phone. Respect, bro. <laughs> Three new listeners, bro. Three new <laughs> listeners. I'm gonna start doing that all the time. Just put my fucking podcast on and leave it places. <laughs> like, uh, can you identify the phone, sir? Oh, uh, yeah, it was playing my phone podcast <laughs> yeah, on the phone. You can hear my voice right now. <laughs> that's me. That's me. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, dude. dude. That's do you ever like when you go to check out, do you pause it? Yeah, I pause it. <laughs> okay, I, I, when I'm okay. walking when I'm walking, I keep it on. But when I pause to look at a condiment or something like that, you know, scope out the aisles. I, I make know, sure no one's in there so you can play your podcast. <laughs> I was just walking around like I really should get headphones. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, never get headphones. <laughs> I'm just imagining me doing that at the fucking giant in Hamden <laughs> with just like 800 people there and me just like squirming through aisles just <laughs> blasting. <laughs> blasting like, I really hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> the fucking yeah. manager's right there getting some fucking beans. <laughs> yeah, dude. But uh, yeah, so as far as the whole elevator thing goes, it's just one of those things that just like a chance occurrence, and I really think we have. I think we have a good case there for for getting what we want. And yeah. also, you know, and this is where I take a step back and I look at it from a, a more a less a more selfless point of view. Mm-hmm. And 
if nothing else, I want to make this into something that forces them to finally get those elevators to work. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like... Whenever I crazy. run, whenever I run into people out out in Towson that happen to live in the building, you'll see each other and be like, "Yo, you live you live at Berkshire, you live blah, blah. and they're like, and we'll talk, and they're like, "Yeah," and immediately the first conversation is always how fucking shitty the management is. Like it's on the front of everyone's mind. Like everyone knows it. Yeah, it's the only thing people talk about in that building anymore, which is kind of crazy because. When I was, like, looking for a new place, I was, like, looking there just because I was, like, they'd be sick if I lived next to, like, Jimmy and Lucas and Dom yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. But, like, it was fucking expensive. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, from knowing how shitty it is, it's, like, it yeah. shouldn't be this expensive, The dude. only downside is, like, it's, like, I love my apartment. Yeah. Like, my apartment's sick. I got a nice view. I got a balcony. I'm on the 11th floor. Like, it's cool. The sink works most of the time. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it. I just wish that it's, like, dude, if you guys just... And, and on top of... All the shit that went downhill, they they raised rent ten percent. You know, and didn't even use the money to fix exactly. The and and the, the halls are still torn apart. Like I don't know if you've been to my apartment recently, but like every hallway, like this, like the carpet is torn up. They hired some like cheap ass contracting team to redo the walls, but like they didn't use drop cloth, so there's just like mounds of joint compound and fucking Jesus paint Christ. on the carpet. And they're like, well we're gonna we're planning on replacing the carpet. I'm like, dude, if you're planning on replacing the carpet, that's cool. But you don't just leave carpets with fucking joint compound and paint for months on end. Like if you're gonna if you're not gonna use drop cloths and fuck up the carpets, like that's like a yeah, as soon as this paint dries, we're putting new carpet in type of thing. Yeah. Not We'll eventually put new carpet in, but in the meantime, for an entire leasing term, you're going to be dealing with half carpeted and the parts that are carpeted are fucked up. Yeah, it's going to look know? like a construction site. Yeah, exactly. And no it's like reason. you bring, I'll bring people over, and it's like I used to be really proud of of the place because it was a nice building, and now I bring people over, and the first, as soon as we step off the elevator, I explain to them why this is like that and this that the other thing. And it's just like it's just it's just it's it's made the whole experience just way worse. And the only thing really keeping me there is a I like my apartment and b I just don't feel like fucking moving. Yeah, like the amount moving of fucking yeah, sucks. Yeah, I fucking hate it. Like I don't feel like doing that. I moved like, well, you know, I fucking yeah. I moved like essentially four times in like December and January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I moved out of my apartment, or I guess I did that in like October, end of October, November. I moved out of my apartment, then we moved out of our office into Joey's house. I moved my shit to my brother's house, and then fucking brother's house to my new place joey's house to our new place <laughs> that's our too much office, moving dude, dude. that's yeah. too much fucking so moving. much fucking moving i like can't even imagine moving for another yeah. like i wouldn't even know yeah I'd say minimum three years yeah exactly it's just not i don't feel like doing it it's a fucking chore and it's just like i just wish that someone could just get through to them and just be like look all you have to do you already got the building you already have this like just keep it decent yeah, just like just nice. get, fix the fucking elevators yeah, like what the fucking fuck? finish up the, the carpets like do some shit yeah get a maintenance team. we used to have a cleaning team that would clean every day and the place looks spick and span as soon as the new management team took over they fired all those people and now we don't have a cleaning team and now there's like you know somebody fucking drops a cupcake in the fucking entrance and it's there for fucking four days finally <laughs> i gotta pick it up and it's like come on dude. that's a very real example yeah exactly because <laughs> that is fucking real dude cupcakes coming from why are you dropping it <laughs> like come across a cupcake once a year and you're over here dropping cupcakes like there's just fucking something else, whatever jesus
<laughs> so at the very least, like I said, I'm just trying to use this as be like, get these fucking elevators fixed, dude. Yeah. And then I can hang a big poster myself in the fucking lobby as the savior of Berkshires. Yeah. What really, you know, I, I was looking at it from like a, 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 a metaphorical standpoint, not even a metaphorical standpoint, more like analogous, but like what we're dealing with right now, I always used to wonder like, how does a country get fed up with their government to the point where they're like, just get sick and pissed off and revolt? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, we're kind of experiencing a situation close to that in here. But because yeah. it's such a smaller scale, it's happening faster. Like, we, people in the building are literally being like, we're going to fucking sue these. We're going to fucking do something. We're, we got to <laughs> fucking do something. Like, people are fucking just, like, talking in the hallways yeah. and in the elevators. Every, everybody yeah, in the elevators yeah. is talking. What are we going to fucking do? We got to fucking. Every time you go to that office, somebody's in there screaming. It's crazy dude yeah it's fucking crazy you gotta spread a little fucking birdie around just being like yo jimmy's starting a lawsuit <laughs> starting lawsuits so then everyone every time the management's mm -hmm. out and about they're like yo jimmy's lawsuit's getting pretty serious yeah and then like and it's still just nothing yeah <laughs> does he even have a lawyer yeah they're like i want the elevators fixed i want the new carpet yeah and i want uh, <laughs> I want there to be free coffee in the break room again like there used to be. Why is there no more coffee in the break room? Now I got to buy K-Cups. This is not what I signed up for. I listed that as I one of my... I used to take those K-Cups up to my Keurig. <laughs> I listed that as one of my complaints. I was like, when I moved in here, there was cookies and fucking coffee and tea in the break room. And I looked forward to that in the morning. And then you guys just fucking took it all away. You took it all away. And you took what? it all away. You trapped me in an elevator. You put paint all over the carpets. <laughs> My sink is still broken. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the big shame is about the whole thing? Is that that, unfortunately, there are landlords, and that's what the term slumlord comes from. They are the quintessential slumlords. And what they do is they take over a property and they run it into the absolute fucking ground. They walk every line they possibly can, as close as they can to literally getting the place condemned, cut every cost, fire every expense that isn't completely necessary just to keep the building like operational and yeah. they just let it completely go down and then they move on. Yeah. And that's the business model. So there is, unfortunately, there is no reasonable or like diplomatic way of going about getting improvements made in that building. They're not the type of team that is going to respond to a well thought out, appropriate crit critique of how they could improve. They don't care. Yeah. The only way you can even get to them is by threatening lawsuits and scaring them into making them have to do something because otherwise they're not going to do it because they don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. So it pisses me off because it's not in my nature to be that kind of person. What's in my nature is to go down there and sit down and talk to them and be like, guys, come on. Let, like, like, really, we were without hot water for two weeks. Like, you, you got you know, you to know that's wrong. You yeah, know, you yeah. got to know that if somebody tells you a pipe's going to burst, you got to be preemptive about that. You can't just fucking put it off until it affects 11 different people's lives where they got to move out and move to a different apartment that maybe is less desirable. Maybe they liked their apartment. Now they're living on the second floor and they live on the 12th floor. Like, that's not fair to the people who are paying money here. Yeah. They don't, they're not going to respond to that. And they have these people working in the front office whose job is literally just, just to deflect. deflect and just make sure, just, you know, you call up, hey, can I get my sink? Yeah, they'll be up. They'll be up in about one hour to fix your sink. Never happens. Next yeah. day, you call up. Yeah, they'll be up. 
two weeks. Just they just keep on kicking it down the line. And and that was one of the other things that the girl who used to work there when she was talking to Lucas was telling us. She's like, yeah, like I quit that job because literally, and they literally, she was like, they literally told me to act dumb, which is funny because we would always make fun of how dumb she was. <laughs> like we would, like we were like, oh yeah, that chick, she's so hot, but she is like talking to a fucking doormat. Like you walk in there and she's just like, um, she never knew what the, was going on. Yeah, yeah, they told her to do that. Jesus, she was like, Christ. they literally told me to act like an idiot so that people could never get through or have any idea what was actually going on. Oh just keep God. lying to people. And I was like, so that's what the inner workings of this place is. Remember the guy told me he was going to fucking, um, he was going to fucking, you know, look for my business cards. He was going to check with Trevor. Yeah. You never fucking check with Trevor. Never. Of course he wasn't going to check with Trevor. Yeah. You know? He's Trevor. <laughs> He's Trevor. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so, so like I said, I, I started off this story a little bit like feeling weird telling it because mm-hmm. in a way it kind of paints me as somebody who's trying to fuck someone over yeah, or trying to take advantage of a situation, but, but not really, but not really because of everything I just explained. Like that's the only way you can get through. I've been looking for ways, which is why even before I got stuck in the elevator, I took that picture of the, of the citation thing and called up the County just, and told them to call them just because I'm just because little things like that, just little scares like that, hopefully in the long run would add up to a point where they actually start changing the way they operate. But unfortunately, it's just, it, you know, it, it, this is the way it has to be. And yeah. I told Dom, I was like, you know, I'm at a point right now where, like, if it turns out that, you know, they might tell us they're not going to do it and not credit us the rent, I might just email them back and be like, cool, you can charge us for it. We're not going to pay it. We will continue paying our regular rent. We're not paying that. You can put it in our fucking balance all you want. Have you have you sent them the proof of payment yet? Or, like... What happened is... I'll actually have to explain this. Okay, so what happened is they technically, the reason why I'm saying this is they technically, they we paid twice in one month. One was reversed and the system malfunctioned and wound up never taking money out of our account for the next month. So they found oh. out five months later and then they started oh, doing all this bullshit. Okay, okay, so yeah, okay. so it's money and that's why we agreed to pay. We were like, yeah, sure, we'll pay that even though it did cost us $300 in fines and shit like that, which we then had to go. It affected my brother's credit score. Yeah. It fucking did all kinds of shit like that, and it was completely their fault. And they never offered any type of like, hey, well, you know what, we'll, we'll credit you for that even, you know? So as soon as this happened, I was like, well, you know what, fuck them then, yeah. you know? Because this is a situation where if I was a different type of person, I could have come out of there and I will sue you, motherfuckers. Yeah, like my Are fucking, you fucking back's kid? broken. Yeah, I could have walked fucking- down to the leasing office the next day in a fucking neck brace, Will Ferrell style. I'm like, uh, Mr. Seleski would like to speak with you. And just fucking, <laughs> I'm not going to do that shit. But I am going to say, fuck you. calling yourself my client. Yeah, my client. <laughs> just walking around in a neck brace. <laughs> Keep taking it off mm-hmm. to scratch your neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My client. <laughs> and again, if these apartment managers were were operating the business in a fair and, and dignified way where I felt like they respected the people that were paying rent there, I'm not the type of person to try to fuck someone over. No. I'm not. No, I'm no. not. But I will fuck them over. Yeah. Given the opportunity. And that was the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, definitely now that I know... Because I was under the guise that, at the end of the day, you paid the rent. They're just asking a double. Oh, I didn't no, no, know no. that they no, 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 that no. you didn't pay yeah, rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. But still, even knowing that 
and like and when they found out it you, wasn't like yeah 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 no but then also the most damning shit is the fucking girl that used to work for them mm-hmm. that like, gives that it all away fucking crazy and all this stuff kind of accumulated up over the course of months where it was like i learned this bit of information then i saw that then this happened it's like this whole thing that kind of culminated into this one moment where i finally had an opportunity to strike back i actually had some leverage you know i was a victim yeah dude so, like I said, we'll see how that goes. But um, honestly, I told my brother, I was like, you know what? If it comes down Worst to it. Worst case scenario, we got to pay that rent, yeah. which we were already going to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the other thing that looks good on our part is as soon as they found out and we found out, we agreed. To, we, we were like, yeah, we'll pay. We didn't fight back. They were asking for, like, proofs of payments. They, they messed up the months. They were like, you missed in November. And we were like, no, we didn't. We sent in November. Yeah. And they were like, and then they sent it to corporate. And they were like, oh, wait, no, corporate says you missed this month. And then we looked and we were like. Oh shit! Yeah, we did miss that month, but not. It wasn't our fault. Yeah, yeah. We had it fucking just set up to take out. Yeah, all you know. Pay. Yeah, and we've we've paid our rent every all the time on time, no fucking problems ever. Yeah, and even when they found out about that, we immediately, as soon as we found out what what the situation was, we emailed them back. We said, "Sorry about that. We didn't know what was going on. It was a five month debacle between the banks and all this other bullshit. We had no clue what was going on. Your system didn't notify us anything until literally five months later. It took your system five months to register that." Yeah, it's pretty wild. That's insane. And so we, by that point, we didn't even fucking know what the fuck it was about, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then we immediately agreed, yeah, like, we'll pay it. And then that happened a day later, and I was like, fuck no, we're not. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was the main thing. Um, we had the studio day on Wednesday. That went really well. We did bass yeah. tracks. Lucas and Dom came through. If you look over there, you see a mound of Bud Lights, so you can obviously see how that yeah, day dude. went. Um, and then, uh, yeah, there were three in a 30 pack mm-hmm. when I got here. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're now they're all in that way too small <laughs> trash can, <laughs> which should be recycled now that I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that should just be a recycling yeah, bin yeah. now. <laughs> but after they left, um, after I left, it was just after the producer left, it was just us in here and the, uh, uh, woman who books for one of the places I play, um, called me up to like just confirm some dates and switch some shit around. And then um, I was like, so how, and one of the places she books is under the same restaurant group, um, local restaurant group. They've been in the news a lot. And uh, I used to play at one of the places in Fells Point a lot. And I have noticed that I wasn't getting booked there. And I was like, oh, while while I'll have you on the phone, like, do you have any dates at at this place? And she was like, well, um, you know, the problem is, is that your band is three dudes and we're, it doesn't fit into like our, like, we're trying to hire more like diverse types of groups and stuff like that. So have you considered maybe incorporating a, a woman into your band? And I was like, this is fucking wild. <laughs> I'm like looking at Joe. I'm like, dude, that's insane. I could not believe like, it's funny because on the surface, it's like whatever, but then it's like, I had the whole situation with, um, you know, a year ago with that guy who contacted all the places I played. Yeah, yeah, I wound up actually getting fired from one of the places I play as a result of that. Um, luckily, all the other places stood by me, so I was really happy about that. But one of the places I played at fairly frequently, like twice a month, dropped me. Yeah. And, um, and then this occurs where, was it because we weren't a good band? I mean, we, we were getting 
rave reviews. Like we were getting booked there all the time and they were booking us back because we were good. Yeah. And then to be told that we're not playing there for any other reason but that because we're dudes. Like that, that like it's like it, it's one of those things where what it's kind like of, what kind of vibe is that place that you're playing at? Typical, like it's like, you know, it's 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 in Fell's point, so it's not like crazy, like you know, it's not like it's it would be more understandable if this is like a place by Micah or something where everybody's all about that shit and stuff like that. But like it's a place in like Fell's Point, like regular shit. Like, you know, most of the people that play music around Baltimore and do what I do are dudes. There are girls who do it. There are mm-hmm. girls who are really awesome that do it, but there's not as many. That's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, I don't know why that is, but that's just the way it is. And to be told that we're not getting jobs because, you know, of simply that. You know, of simply that, not because we're not good, not because we don't fucking work our asses off and practice every week and 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 promote shit and get people to come out and nope, just you're just you just don't have the right fucking genitals. Like that's fucking insane, bro. That's fucking insane to me. And and that shit, it, what what stuck out to me is like people when you when people complain about that, other people just kind of brush it off. They're like, dude, you're fucking you're fucking overreacting. It's not that crazy, but it's like I don't know. I've been fired from a job for stupid shit like that, and I fucking lost this job too because we're I'm a dude. Like that's real shit. That's real life shit. Damn, dude. Twenty twenty year of the incel. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Problem is the girl the girl who books at this restaurant. I've never met her in person, but she sounds super hot on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not really a problem. I just was throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't go full blown like what? Yeah, yeah. I was like, me because I'm a man. Seventeen seventy six. I was like, you can't get too mad because then you might ruin your chances with this potentially hot chick. <laughs> so just play it cool, play it cool, dude. But you know, my calendar's empty as it is, man. Could have used, could have used something here. You know, people can't see, but I'm pointing at a big block of empty squares that was filled up last year because of getting booked at a lot of these restaurant places. But, uh, you know, so. Damn. Yeah, that's Whatever. that's a bummer. And they wouldn't even just do, like, solo gigs? Well, they don't do solo gigs at this one. They do bands. Oh, okay. You know? Gotcha. Yeah, that sucks. And what kind of advice is that is like, you know, I'm sitting here. I told her, I was like, I'm with my whole, we happen to all be here, you know, because it was a studio day. So we're all sitting there. I'm talking on the phone and she's like, well, maybe replace one of the guys with a girl. It's like, no, (laughs) (laughs) this is our band. (laughs) Yeah, that's a, that's a tough spot. So anyway, Joe's out of the band and <laughs> we have a new bassist named uh, Joella. <laughs> Joella. <laughs> I was like, Joe, if anybody's going to fucking have to be the chick in this band, it's going to be you, dude. You're still young. You don't have a lot of testosterone pumping through your body yet. You're like halfway through puberty. You're the chick in this band, dude. start slipping Joe estrogen <laughs> start fucking <laughs> in his fucking Vegas bombs <laughs> Joe we're doing another bomb he's like really he's fucking fucking we're doing another bomb <laughs> really what tits hurt for some reason I don't know why <laughs> come on Joe don't be a fucking pussy <laughs> John did you schedule the doctor's appointment actually? yeah right, he's cool. like, guys I don't want to get a bummer but I think I have a I think I'm having my period right now dude come on bro <laughs> You're overreacting, Joe. It's not that serious. It happens to all growing boys. Oh, fuck. Just so I can get three more gigs a year. 
Damn. Oh, fuck. Yeah. What else happened this week? Fucking, uh... Did a show out in uh, Ellicott City at Ellicott Mills Brewing Company, which apparently now is Phoenix Emporium hmm. because of Gordon Ramsay. Oh, so he Gordon bought- Ramsay was in Ellicott City this week. Really? He was doing 24-hour whatever makeover kitchen shit that he does on Fox. And, uh, yeah, I think that's weird. I was like, <laughs> I, fucking, I played there like last Wednesday. And Gordon Ramsay was in Ellicott City all week, That's and then like dope. the final surprise was like beefing up that place. So, so did he? Is it like his restaurant now, or he no, just like no, no. help them? No, he just helps the the people. It was like I I assume it's going to be like an episode about like helping revitalize old Ellicott City uh, because of the yeah. floods and the shit. Floods, you know? yeah. But uh, but yeah, that was. I was like, damn! I wish like. <laughs> I wish I was there when Gordon Ramsay was there. Yeah, <laughs> that was my main takeaway from it. I was, uh, I was I, like, damn, why couldn't I have fucking done stand-up and then ran into Gordon Ramsay outside? I've become a big Gordon Ramsay fan recently. He's been popping up in the YouTube algorithm a lot with yeah. Kitchen Nightmares, dude. Well, he's 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 grinding harder than anybody. I used to be a big Bobby Flay guy. Yeah. I was always a big Bobby Flay guy, Bobby dude. Flay was dope. But the problem is, is uh, where is he? what's he doing now? Nothing. I think he's hosting like a, a show on Food Network or something. Yeah, but like, it was it's like Cook or Crook or something. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. I forget. And my argument was always that I think Gordon Ramsay is more of a restaurateur. I thought that he was more of a restaurateur than a chef. Yeah, no, you know? but he's a dope chef. That's what I'm saying. I was That's wrong why he has about all those restaurants. I was dude. like, you know, I would always get in debates with people where I'd be like, you don't think on a one-on-one cook-off, you don't think. Fucking Bobby Flay is smoking Gordon Ramsay. Do you don't think Bobby Flay is gonna make a better burger than <laughs> Gordon Ramsay? <Yeah. laughs> Bobby Flay makes like the most white trash like <laughs> dishes. Fucking you don't sloppy think Bobby Joe's. Flay is a fucking better show than Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> and I was like, you know, just because Gordon Ramsay is able to go into a restaurant and tell them how to run their business better and shit like that and how to like advertise and how to fucking plate stuff like it doesn't mean when push comes to shove if he gets a fucking steak in front of him and bobby flay gets a fucking steak in front of him who's gonna cook the better steak because that's a whole different skill set dude yeah gordon ramsay's like a producer bobby flay is a musician of the kitchen (laughs) but i was wrong because i watched a video on youtube where it was a cook-off between bobby flay and gordon ramsay steak yeah bobby flay's specialty damn bobby flay yeah, so he's like the fucking grill master, right? Yeah, yeah. And he lost the blind taste test. Damn. And uh, I was more devastated than I wish I was. Dude. <laughs> I was like surprisingly. Because it was exactly the hypothetical situation that you thought. Exactly. <laughs> it was like, I was, it couldn't, it wasn't even like a weird, like, tw- it wasn't like a lamb chop or some shit. Yeah. yeah. What if it was a steak? Bobby yeah. Flay would have smoked yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else had that <laughs> idea. They made it happen. This is your getting stuck in an elevator. <laughs> and then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then after that was when I found out that Bobby Flay is the one who owns Bobby's Burgers. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, like, Bobby Burger sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't care anymore. I was it like, was, fuck Bobby So, Flay. honestly, it was good when it first started up. But it just, like, you We know, had one sucks. in Towson. It was, like, yeah, there for, like, which is. Gordon Ramsay has a steakhouse at uh, the casino. Yeah. I actually, I played an event there once. It was cool. Yeah. It looks well, good. I it seems very expensive, though. Yeah, and I wasn't super impressed with the. 
with the food. I mean, it was good, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like, oh my God, I've never tasted a fucking brisket like this before. You know, it's just like, it felt like a normal catering food. Yeah. You know, because the restaurant was the one who did the catering. Okay. So it was like buffet style. So maybe, you know, if you get a full entree, it's a different story. But like, it wasn't mind blowing. I, I'm not really a big fan of those like big corporate restaurants, you know, oh, yeah, like no. Roos Chris. Even my brother works at Roos Chris. And I, I, they definitely have good steaks and shit like that. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But like, you know, once it's kind of like the same thing with like that. Have you ever seen the movie The Founders about McDonald's, The Founder of McDonald's? It's a good movie. So. I remember one time Scott was. I, the reason I watched it is because Scott was like, dude, you got to watch the movie The Founders. I feel like the main guy, he's like you. Like, he's not going to be the guy who comes up with the idea, but he's like the guy who's going to, like, steal the idea. <laughs> and <laughs> make gonna, it big. Yeah, I was like, fuck you, Scott. What the fuck does that Damn, mean? Dude, you're Ronald McDonald? Exactly. Damn. <laughs> so I watched it, and I was like, damn, I am like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, you start off in a singular location where everything is close to home, and it's managed by the guy who created it, and he has a vision, and he makes it happen. And then you spread out to a couple stores, and then you delegate other managers to take care of those stores. And before you know it, what made your initial place special just kind of gets lost in the sauce once you've spread out nationwide, globally. And it's like, you know, now it's just like, you know, a McDonald's in Towson is going to be drastically different than if you go to McDonald's in Timonium or something like that. It's just yeah. different franchise owners that give more or less of a shit, you know? And so that's what happens. So that's why, like, when I hear about these, like, world-renowned corporate, like, oh, this amazing steakhouse, that's they're, they're always in, like, casinos and stuff like that. And I'm like... I guarantee you this wouldn't be as good as if we just went to, like, the Charleston downtown. There's only yeah. fucking one of them. Yeah, yeah. The Charleston. Fucking, you know, Flemings. Something like that. Even though I, they're probably pretty corporate, too. But, like, yeah, something that's, like, a, a local type of thing. Yeah, because- I know, like, Morton's is corporate. Mm-hmm. Morton's Steakhouse. Um, yeah, I mean, like, and honestly, if it's just, like, a good restaurant, like, even if it's not, like, a steak place, they'll probably make a good steak. Oh, yeah. 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 The only problem is, uh, you know, when you go out to eat, if you're at a place that isn't known for steak, like if that's not like their thing, always order the steak one temperature degree below Hmm. what you want. So if you go, or or above what you, no, below. So like if you want a medium rare steak at Cheesecake Factory, which is just like they do everything, they're not, they have decent steak, but it's not like they're not a steakhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Order it rare if you want medium rare order you know medium if you want medium well because you know they're not well and also they have like they probably have different standards of like just because it is such a corporate thing they'd rather have someone overcook it than undercook it exactly. so they're probably like well our rare is actually a one's whatever which is like the def- textbook definition of a medium rare yeah or yeah, yeah, yeah yeah 160 yeah. degrees whatever yeah um i can see that I don't know what it is. I think, it's, I, I think that's it, though. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I can see that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'd also think that, like, you know, if somebody undercooks a steak, you can just send it back and they throw it back on the grill. We used to do it all the time. Yeah, true. Somebody would undercook it. You, throw it. you can't uncook a steak, you know? Yeah. Throw it in the microwave, heat it up real quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Put it in the fucking warmer tray for 10 minutes. Dude, fucking restaurant jobs are weird. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm too. I'm a little zonked right now. Not gonna lie, dude, I'm a little. I'm a little s- zonked, as in like high. Zoinks yes. or zonked? 
whichever, you know, <laughs> it's fluid. <laughs> There's a spectrum. Branches dude. in between and things like that, dude. I think I went to my last ever like club thing ever. I went, remember, remember after the last podcast? Yeah, I drove you down to. Yeah. yeah Turns out, I, I meant to tell you that long ass line we pulled up, that uh-huh. was like a three hour wait. Luckily, I called up Sean and I was like, dude. Is this the fucking line? He's like, yeah, we were waiting for an hour before we realized that there's like a separate line for our tickets. Oh, shit. <laughs> and so I just popped in. I was in it in five minutes. Oh, but then like, yeah. that's the problem with those things. So it was like, we got like the all you can drink thing. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is, is once they know it's all you can drink, the restaurant's goal, like a normal, a normal bar, their goal is volume. Like mm-hmm. if it's a busy night, they want to make sure they're getting drinks out as quickly as possible because they want to maximize the amount of sales they can make with the clientele they have. If, if people are paid for all you can drink, they would, there was one bartender at like these giant ass bars and you would literally, you'd, you'd wait like 20 minutes to get a drink. Yeah. Like, and you would be at the bar waiting 20 minutes to get a drink. And like by the time you got it, you were literally, you just, you couldn't leave the bar if you wanted another drink because by the time you even started drinking it, that was when you should be back waiting for your next drink. Yeah. You know? And so like, Basically, the and you only had like fifty minutes yeah, left got, of the all you could drink. Yeah, I got there at like ten thirty, and uh, so I only had like an hour and a half for it. And like, I, I literally spent that entire hour and a half just trying to get my forty five dollars worth. <laughs> you know, and I I think I managed to get like four drinks, which is okay. like what I would which have paid for a anyway. power plant. Yeah, yeah. So like, and then it's like when we're not doing that. Finally, it's midnight, and I'm just like, and so. At midnight, I'm still trying to drink because I barely have drank yet. And then I still wound up spending like 50 bucks on like Coors Lights and shit. Jeez. I wasn't buying bombs. So like I wound up spending like $100 and for what? To be fucking dancing. Stuck in at fucking, a bar. Yeah, stuck in this <laughs> packed place. Like I haven't ever really enjoyed things like that. And now like I'm there and it's fucking, you know, we're in mosaic in a corner and like trying to like dance and like, dude, that's not. That's yeah, not my idea of fun, dude. Scene, dude. Like, it's fun. It looks fun. But, like, it I suck fun. at dancing. Anytime I'm in a situation where it would be socially expected to dance, like, on a dance floor, which an entire club, I guess, is a dance floor. <laughs> so, like, you're just expected to be grooving. I don't know how to groove. I don't know how to move or groove, dude. Yeah. And, like, so, like, I just wind up, like, trying to look like I'm having a good time. But then I just look, <laughs> like, even worse. Because yeah. I'm, like, moving, like, fucking... 45 year old man from russia i don't even know how to fucking you just gotta let that go dude you just gotta let it go i just find myself whenever i'm in a big clubbed event like that i just find myself just trying to look like i'm having a good time yeah i'm like fo- i'm like conscious of my facial expressions and my body position and stuff like that i'm like just what would a guy at all the wrong yeah, shit yeah, yeah. Fucking- <laughs> just looking at people be like <laughs> Fucking grooving, grooving fucking, moving yeah. awkwardly, and people are like, "What is wrong with this guy? <laughs> Why is he having so much fun?" <laughs> yeah, well, because in your head you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck, this sucks." Mm-hmm. You're like, "But I'm out. I gotta have a good time. I, can't I have let, to have a good time. Can't let anyone know this sucks." Yeah, I spent forty five dollars, and now I have to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just like a typical like Sean idea. And like, you know, I only see him ever so often. So like I was like, yeah, fuck it. We'll do it. You know, it's whatever. Just to spend time with a friend. But it's just like I could have come up with so many better ideas, dude. We yeah. could have had a fucking <laughs> blast that night. It was fun. It was fun. But we could have we could have really fucking tore up the town if we wanted yeah. to. 
If you knew you were going to spend 100 bucks. Oh, my God. If somebody was like, here's 100 bucks, spend it, we could have fucking... Oh yeah, my, you'd, we you'd have a whole pregame scenario. You'd have fucking food involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You'd have... And then plenty of money for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hit the fucking 7-Eleven afterwards. You couldn't even get a fucking sub at Subway. The line was too long. It was like, dude, everything about this sucks, Jeez. dude. Too old to be waiting. Power plant's so weird to me. It's like It's almost like a cruise ship. It's mm-hmm. like you're just fucking like in this weird part of town that no one's really in. Mm-hmm. You're all just there together. You're all packed in there. And then there's just like a weird like display of like stores that you're allowed to go to. Yeah. Within this enclosed like fucking mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. And then cops like surrounding it. <laughs> you can't leave. <laughs> fucking. You all have the coronavirus now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's my last time there, dude. For sure. Dude, that'd be a bummer if you got coronavirus from fucking power plant. I would legitimately be pissed yeah. if I came to find out that that was why I got it. Because I'd be like, damn, dude, I wasn't even doing something cool. Like, Yeah. <laughs> like, I was fucking pretending to have a good time, and I got the coronavirus. <laughs> I went into 7-Eleven and bought everything that was left on the thing and this long ass <laughs> line behind me was like ah oh, come on man it's like dude i'm fucking hungry and i got 10 people out there that are hungry and that's what's there bro what do you want me to do what do you want me to fucking do get one taquito and fucking ration it out to my 10 friends no snooze you lose 27 years old dude not playing that game anymore I'm not waiting in lines not fucking doing any of that shit. Waiting 20 minutes for a drink. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Whenever I get in situations, like, I, I, I just think, what would what would my dad be doing right now? What would Tony <laughs> Seleski be thinking? No. Would Tony Seleski wait 20 minutes at a bar trying to get a bartender's attention? You Fuck. start your fucking mayoral campaign <laughs> for Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> would Tony Seleski stand in the corner of a club and fucking twitch and fucking look at people? <laughs> no. Absolutely the fuck not. He's right. But you can never let him know he's right. I can't. I'm going to tell him. (laughs) (laughs) He can never know. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you made it down there. That's a good thing. You didn't waste the ticket. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. And, and you I got didn't. to see Sean. You got to eat all that Seven Eleven food. Yep, got to make out with a British person. Yeah, first time ever. She's making fun of my accent. I was like, she was actually doing really good impressions of my accent. I was like, damn, is that what I sound like? Because that is what I sound like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the. I already talked about the Micah thing. And Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. The elevator. Oh, the elevator. <laughs> the one thing I forgot to ask was my nightmare when I saw that you're stuck in there and then you got out. The first thing I thought was like, damn, like today when I was leaving work, I was like, I'll just wait to pee when I get home. And like, imagine just getting stuck in an elevator being like, oh, I got. Like, I got to take a giant shit. Oh, my God. I'm about to shit my pants, and mm-hmm. then literally the elevator stops. Oh, jeez. 
See, that's that got a- me so anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's fucking scary, dude. So what did I you have, have to pee? That was my question. Uh, thankfully, I did not. I did not have to pee. I mean, it was the ideal. I was at the ideal point in my day to be stuck in an elevator. Like, I had already done everything I needed to do. Like, I was just trying to go home and, and cook up whatever one thing I have in my apartment. <laughs> Turns out I didn't even have that when I got back. So it's like, whatever, dude, whatever. What the fuck ever. But yeah, that was uh, that was pretty much my week, dude. Played at High Tops last night. Bumble Chick came out um, with her whole like Verizon crew. That was cool. Nice. Talked to them a little bit. Oh, that's the, the that's the one uh, that we talked about before, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And so we sat and talked for a bit. I wound up at the same time running into so the very first girl I banged after I broke after I broke up with uh, Ricky. Was like four months later. That's a funny way of phrasing that. <laughs> After I called it quits. <laughs> I, was try- I was hoping after two years I could just start saying that and then people would just start believing. <laughs> Eric still remembers. <laughs> um, but I'm uh, the very first girl was like this like random chick at High Tops that is like a fucking like bar rat there. That I wound up like bringing that back that real this estate dude. chick. Yes, yeah. yes, and uh, she completely ghosted me after that, Ooh. as you guys may recall from that story, which I didn't care because she wasn't super attractive. She was like whatever, and I was just like, I need to get back in the game. Yeah, I need to get she back was there with like an eighteen-month-old child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need. I just need you know, get some playing time in, and so she was there last night. We made eye contact. While I was with the Bumble Chick, and I was like, A, don't say anything to me. Which I did not have to worry about, because she was avoiding me like the fucking plague for some reason. And B, she looked even fucking worse, dude. She looked fucking gross, dude. Gross. And, like, that's probably the first time in my life where I've seen a girl that I had, like, any type of intimacy with and been like, Oh my god, I would not do that now. Yeah. You know, that oh, usually no. doesn't happen. Normally you run into people and you're like, I would still do that. That's cool. But like, you know, you still look the same pretty much, whatever. But this was like, oh my, I was like, I can't even believe I even brought you a studio. So, and I can't even believe I was mad that you ghosted me. Well, I think that's why I'm mad you ghosted me, because I'm like, you fucking gross, dude. Yeah, ghosted dude, you should have fucking haunted my ass. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are, bro? <laughs> That's a real ego killer right there, dude. Like, you got ghosted by a four, bro? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Right. Well, I mean, if you add in uh, fucking inflation and... Yeah. You know, she would have been a 2018's <laughs> fucking... Yeah, dude, you're not factoring the conversion half. rates, dude. A high tops four is you like understand. a Towson. The stock market used to be much better. <laughs> <laughs> the Dow Jones is down. It's, yeah. it's a whole bunch of things going all on. The, all the numbers are out of whack right oh now. Oh, my God. Unemployment is up. It's it's brutal. You had to do... It was a different time in 2017. It was a different time. She, uh, she actually has the coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't want anyone to bring it up, but... Uh, <laughs> No, when she has all of her fluid, she's a uh, five point three. <laughs> oh yeah, five, easy five point three. When she's fully hydrated, I swear. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that was that was it. Just getting ghosted and getting fucking re-ghosted, and then 
stuck and haunted and the whole nine. Well, luckily not haunted. Mm -hmm. That would have been brutal. I just hope that wasn't like my final destination situation where like I was supposed to die in the elevator, but I escaped narrowly. (laughs) (laughs) Just to meet up with your old flame. Yeah. (laughs) Just so I could see her and be like, damn, I wish I stayed in that fucking elevator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh. Did I, uh, I don't, I think it's been since the last podcast. I did that little photo shoot with John. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Kevin in Ellicott City. Some Instagram stories fun. about that. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. Who was it with a guy named Kevin? What's um, his name? John's talked about him a couple times. his last name. But I th- originally thought his name was Noah. <laughs> so I was way off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like directing them. I was like, yeah, can I, Noah, can you scooch <laughs> in a little bit? And they're both just like, what? They probably just thought you were like, no, uh, no. can you scooch? <laughs> no, John definitely caught me out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it, the, the, you know, the boy was nice. He actually came out to that Ellicott City show because he, uh, cool. his parents live around there. I think he's like, in town from Massachusetts or something. Mm-hmm. But him and John like put together that like EP or whatever. So they wanted some promo pics and maybe like an album cover. Hell yeah. And I took a little, a couple little videos. Cool. But yeah, we just spent the day walking around, checking out antique stores in old Ellicott City. Dope. And that was pretty wild because there's just so much shit in them. Yeah. Like the antique stores were run like flea markets. Like, there were like a ton of different people that had different like stalls in the actual antique uh, store. Cool. It was kind of weird at first, but then you realize like all those different people bringing together like all the shit they think will sell. So mm-hmm. then it's just a majority of like dope shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's just like a lot of super cool shit in there. And, uh, it made me want to like go back when I wasn't doing that to be like, I'm going to buy some shit. Nice. I'd be so down to like go antique shopping. Yeah. <laughs> I got that record player now. There's a ton of records down there. Um, That's one thing I've never imagined myself wanting to do is antique shopping. Antiquing. Yeah. But I. Old, dude, we can check out fucking the places Gordon vamped up. Yeah. We can fucking go antiquing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Check out the railroad tracks. That's, that's a good day. That's a good day. <laughs> Buy some fucking grandfather clocks and just Hell yeah. That'd be fun. Dude, we'll do that. What uh what are you doing this weekend? Mm. I don't actually uh play tonight, which is weird. Um and then I play tomorrow at like nine. Okay. But I have the podcast during the day too. I got like on Sunday. Just the horse? S- yeah, I think so. I think a little so. Ellicott City trip. That's a Sunday, Sunday move. Dude. That's, That's antiquing a is a Sunday activity yeah. for sure. We'll go to church. We'll go yeah. antiquing. <laughs> we'll wear big ass hats and shit. <laughs> we'll go to brunch My and just word. get mad at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a day right there. Church, Perfect. pissed off brunch, church. antiquing, church. There is a, uh, there's this cool church in Old Ellicott City that's like on the top of the hill that I've never been into. But uh, it looks really cool. We can, we can. We're going on Sunday. <laughs> go, fucking 8 a.m. mass. We'll go. <laughs> 8 a.m. mass. We'll go antiquing. And then maybe hit up uh, Honey Pig for lunch. Dude, it's Korean barbecue. That'd be cool. Talking about church, maybe just think how awesome it would be if one day I just showed up to my church on Sunday and like surprised my grandparents. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing here, dude? Yeah. Just randomly show up. I feel like that'd be cool. 
It'd be nice. It'd be nice. They'd like That'd that. It'd be a nice thing. They would like that. That was a thing that uh, me and my brother did with our grandma for a while. We'd always go to Christmas Eve mass mm-hmm. at her church. And then, but don't you feel she like... She was Lutheran and we yeah. were Catholic. But don't you feel like, I, at my church specifically, because Greek churches are known for having, what are they called, parishioners? What, cl- uh, clergy? What is the yeah, word for something. I don't church know. people? I think it's parishioner. I don't know. Probably. Um, so that sounds right. Yeah. And uh, clergy sounds right too, though. Clergy, I think, is like staff of okay. some sort. But uh, <laughs> the clientele of the church, <laughs> <laughs> the fellas. Yeah, they're just known for only showing up on Christmas and Easter. Okay. You know, there's this old joke about Greek Orthodox churches. Like it was like this Greek Orthodox priest was having a problem with the uh, all these squirrels in the church attic. And, like, they wouldn't leave, and they're fucking tearing shit up and dropping acorns in there. And he tries all these different methods, and he gets an exterminator, does all this, and they won't leave. And then one of the parishioners says, well, why don't you just convert them to Greek Orthodox? Then they'll only come back on Christmas and Easter. Classic Greek Orthodox joke, dude. Got him, dude. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I love church humor. So, <laughs> little church, little clean church humor for anybody listening. Hell yeah. For anybody listening. But if that if that helps put into perspective just how serious we are about only showing up twice a year. And whenever I show up, I feel like everybody, I am that guy now. When I was younger, we used to make fun of those people. Like the people that would only come in twice a year. We'd see them every now and then. We'd be like, fucking creaster. That's what we call them, creasters. Dude. Creaster. You only show up on Christmas and Easter, bro. I'm showing up on Sunday school, dog. I'm in the plays. I'm doing all kinds of bullshit. Yeah. Then I like turned 21 and I was like, that's me now, dude. And now when I show <laughs> up, creaster. I just, yeah, I'm a crease. And I see all my fucking, all the older people just look at me and be like, we believed in you, dude. Oh, no. We believed in you. And I'm like, oh, no. Plus, I got the fucking podcast blaring on my fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it's just not a good look altogether, dude. It really isn't. <laughs> oh shit! Damn, I still love that. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, man, we can wrap up. Yeah, let's wrap. Chilling. We've been chilling. Is there more going. beers in there? No, I think fuck. that was the last one. Yeah, we've been going. What does this say? Hour thirty. Pretty good. Yeah, it's good as shit, dude. Good as hell. We're coming off a fucking two and a half hour podcast from last week, and now we're our 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 sense of time. Five is, hours, yeah, dude. We yeah. might as well put out five different podcasts. Exactly. Exactly. We're giving you guys way too much content. Exactly. Exactly. What you got coming up this week, dude? Um, that was what I was pulling up. I forgot. Um, I don't know. I think. Coming up in March, I'm going to be at the cellar door on the 22nd, so come out to that, and then obviously every second Wednesday, I have Top Secret at the Crown, and every fourth Wednesday, me and Elizabeth do hot set, so come out to those shows, they're always fun. Nice. Uh, Let's see. This weekend, guys, uh, Thursday, March 5th, I will be at Mahaffey's in Canton, from eight to midnight. That's uh, a cool spot. It's like, it's kind of like, it's not in the square. It's like a block off the square. Kind of like, an, it's like a, it's like a very like towny type of like old school Cantony bar, like an Irish pub. And it's like, it's dope though. There's like a ton of people in there. There's like more people in there than in a lot of like this, the bars in the square. Yeah. It's got a cool vibe. It's got like a very cheers vibe to it. And like, it's got great food. And, uh, 
I only play there like once every very, you know, very so often, like once every four months. And they, they, I think I'm the only musician they book. I think like the owner was it, bless you. I think the owner of the, at, was in the horse one night and saw me and was like, Oh, we want you to do this. And then they just started booking me like once every three months. And that's kind of yeah. cool. Um, so yeah, so that's Thursday. And then, um, Saturday the 7th, I'll be at Riptide, uh, in Fells from one to five, do a little Saturday. Actually, no joke. I don't know if anybody's familiar with Fells on a Saturday morning, but the brunch scene down there is fucking popping. So parking is, is, is tough. It like parking is like it would be on a Friday, Saturday night. It's popping, but it's beautiful down there during the day. Lots of great brunch spots. And I play at Riptide one to five every first Saturday of the month. So that's coming up this uh, weekend on the seventh. And then of course, every Sunday night, at the horse you came in on in Fells Point. I'm there from 10 to close. Actually, 9.30 to close. Sorry. Strike that from the record. 9.30 to close every Sunday. But yeah, that's it for me. Hell yeah. Um, LFTS podcast across everything, as usual. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>